0: Welcome to I Caught It on Audio, this is Water Cooler Chat Episode 7, Abai Wan Kenobi, Part 1.
1: Hello. Welcome to the 64 Tacos podcast. Uh, We're doing the water cooler series about the new show, new Star Wars show, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, This series is on Disney Plus and it just started up two days ago, I believe. It's a new Star Wars uh, series about the character Obi-Wan Kenobi um, that takes place 10 years after the Revenge of the Sith movie and um it kind of shows the uh how obi-wan is settling into his being a hermit on um tatooine and he's kind of working at a meat packing plant and he's uh keeping an eye on little luke and the empire is dispatching inquisitors uh, across the galaxy to try and hunt down Jedi, and that's sort of the the basic synopsis of of what the series is supposed to be about. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the first episode here. Which uh, very briefly, the the plot points. It starts off with uh, Order sixty six, which is the Empire instructing the clone troopers to uh, essentially massacre all Jedi that they come in contact with, and then we get to. See what's going on with Obi Wan Kenobi in on Tatooine, and and how he's kind of seems a little bit depressed, seems a little bit kind of down, and just kind of living out his existence there, uh, keeping an eye on Luke and and um, trying to be under the radar. And then all of a sudden, the Inquisitors show up. They're looking for a specific Jedi at a cantina. And then as the episode progresses, we get to uh, learn a little bit about Leia. Uh, as a child on, uh, I forget where, Alderaan. where she's, Alderaan, that's right. Yeah. Um, and with the Orga- Organas and then, okay. And so then she gets kidnapped and then Obi-Wan has to make a decision about what's, what's going on with that. Did I leave anything out, anything important out?
0: I don't think so.
1: Okay. Uh, so that, I think that's the gist of the first episode and, uh, they, they did episode one and two back to back, uh, but we're only going to talk about the first episode here. And then we're going to do the second episode in, in another podcast episode following this one. Um, so what are your thoughts on this first episode and how they introduced Obi-Wan and got this whole thing going?
0: I really liked this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the inquisitors, uh, I've never really been a huge fan of that because you know, in the in the old books it was always Vader who hunted down the last of the Jedi himself. Okay, but yeah. it kinda makes sense that you would need someone to help you. Right. Um I I think my favorite part of it is how mundane and kinda awful Obi-Wan's life felt for him. Yeah. It's just he's kind of like in this loop of mediocrity when he was a war hero and he can't really do anything good because it will draw attention to himself he's kind of gotta sit back and let bad people be bad people and can't do anything about it and even let himself be taken advantage of
1: yeah and he's he's stuck you know he's stuck on this the sand planet and he can't really go anywhere he can't he can't really converse with too many people um whether whether he's the character is actually depressed or not the whole situation is very depressing right yeah um it, it's just it, it's it's not happy times for obi-wan um, because of all the events that came before uh, and then he's kind of thrust back into the mix of things um, with you know Leia being kidnapped and well and also uh, love, before we get to that let's let's talk a little bit about the um the whole uh, inquisitors so they they show up and they're trying to find this this jedi that helped a uh, local cantina operator uh, owner uh, at some point we we don't know anything about that situation other than there's you know evidence that something had happened and the inquisitors found out about it. And so they're, they're going there. And so we're introduced to the three inquisitors, the grand inquisitor, who is like the head honcho guy. And then, uh, Riva, who is the, also called the third sister. Um, she's very young. She's very cocky, um, headstrong and potentially dangerous. <laughs> and then there's the, uh, who was the other one? The, um, I'm blanking on his name but he has the he wears the hat thing. Yeah,
0: I don't know his name either but he was a cool character.
1: Yeah, okay, uh Fifth Brother is what they refer to him as. And so these 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 three inquisitors show up and they start uh asking and and they eventually, you know, uh find out who the you know the the Jedi guy is actually there in the the cantina and they figure out who he is by Trying to murder the cantina, (laughs) the cantina owner with a with a knife, and the the Jedi stops. That's
0: um third sister going rogue on that,
1: right? Yes, yeah, and that's I think that's a big part. That's going to be a big part of the show. Is Reva the third sister is power hungry? Um, She's power hungry, but I think for for good reasons. Now they don't really. explain a lot of this but they allude to it uh in fact i think she may have been one of the younglings in or in the for opening uh opening scenes with order 66 did you kind of get that sense as well yeah and so this she may have she may she's most likely harboring some uh feelings about obi-wan or the jedi because of what happened with order 66 and and you know everyone being hunted and and killed, Um, which I want to talk briefly about that because that to me, order 66 has always been kind of like a, a uh, painful point of the prequels and of, of, you know, all of the, the star Wars story, just because it feels so forced. It feels so like they just kind of threw it in there to annihilate the Jedi. And, I can kind of understand that from the empire's point of view, but I just don't understand why it works so well. I mean it it caught them off guard, there's that. But they're also supposed to be the Jedi that can, you know, not easily be caught off guard. So I I, I kind of feel like it just it's it was very it's very simplistic in a plot device.
0: Have you ever watched the Clone Wars TV no, series? No, I have not
1: watched the Clone Wars.
0: Okay. Well, the reason Jango Fett was selected for the clones is because um, the Jedi can't read him easily.
1: Okay. So there's
0: there's why you need an army of this one guy that the clones can't, and then there's a genetic or organic chip put in their heads. Like the clones don't even know they're going to turn on the Jedi. Okay. So I mean, there's there's a lot more backstory to it written. Yeah. After the fact, as to how it all went down, but I I never had a problem with them turning on the Jedi. I always felt like it was this tragic thing that yeah, because I mean Cody's all buddy buddy with Obi Wan gives yeah. him back his lightsaber, and ten seconds later he's ordering them to fire on him. Right. It's like they didn't have control of their actions all of a sudden. So I I always liked the Order Six Six thing.
1: Okay, yeah, I, and and I don't have it. It's not like a huge problem or anything. It just it just felt like it, it was a little too easy, and the and the Jedi, the the Jedi should have been. I don't know. It, it felt like it caught them off off guard too much, and then it made them seem very not powerful because they just easily got slaughtered. You know what I mean? Well,
0: the genius of Order Six Six is you keep the Jedi distracted with uh-huh. this war with the with the droids right that's where the jedi's main focus is and you you have obi-wan or not obi-wan he's in it a little bit but mainly mace windu and yoda going back and forth like yeah there's some shadow hanging around but we don't know what it is Mm -hmm. um but the jedi's main focus was on this war right and winning this war and the clone i mean this was a long play this is like a 20 year, 10, 20 year plan that took to fruition. Yeah. And it could have like the only catch going on is that Anakin kind of fought. He, he betrayed the emperor a little bit at first, mm-hmm. or at least the emperor's trust. Cause when the emperor reveals himself, Anakin's like, Oh, you're, you're the Sith. Everyone's been looking for and turns him in. Right. But then Anakin is like, Oh, I got to save Padme. <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah. Okay. So the, um, you know, the, definitely the prequels, uh, factor into this, um, show quite a bit. Uh, you know, there, there's the, there the lead in, but then it also is, there's, there's a bit of flashbacking and background and stuff like that.
0: And I really loved the intro, the, the background that gave from the movies to get you yeah. in on it. Like, I thought that was a really well done
1: right yeah get flesh out some of that backstory in case you know people are watching it who aren't familiar which is probably not going to be ton but it it, but it's also nice you know a a lot of star wars fans have kind of put the prequels out of their minds because of you know feeling wronged by them or something but which
0: is a shame because i feel less wronged by them than i do the sequels (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) yep um Okay, so so let's let's wrap this up before it gets too long. Um the so uh Leia uh, we get introduced to little Leia which uh, how did you feel about how th- about that?
0: That surprised me. Uh, yeah. It was a pleasant surprise too. Right. Um I really liked that we got to see young Lady and Alderon, really our first true bit of Alderon. I mean, we got a glimpse of it at the end of right. episode 3, but I'm glad we saw more of Alderon and um she she gets kidnapped at the end of it right
1: yep yep immediately gets kidnapped (laughs) where we get introduced and then all of a sudden it's like there are these bad people coming after her then at the end of episode one um initially obi-wan gets the communication from uh from bell organa uh saying hey you know she's been kidnapped we need your help and obi-wan's like nope i'm not doing it and uh and then i think Right at the end of the episode, uh, Bail Organa shows up like in person and says, "Hey, we really need you. I know that you're here watching out for Luke, but Leia is also important as well."
0: Yeah, he's got a good point that both the kids are important. Yeah,
1: yep, and I, and I think that's that, that's one of the one of the areas that you know the initial story kind of uh you know it, it it seems it seems plausible because it, it it's like obi-wan gets stuck on this oh i got to i got to watch out for luke but then he kind of you know forgets about leia and uh and he's kind of just but he's stuck in his loop
0: it's a convenient excuse to stay in right. your loop you know yeah. like oh i have to do this yep you know i can't really help you cuz i i have to do this even though luke's um you know, adopted dad. Now his uncle doesn't yeah. want me anywhere near Luke. Yep. Um, but this, this is what I have to do. This is my mission now.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, that keeps him on task. And, um, and, and it also, you know, clouds his judgment because he feels like he's so, you know, ha- he's commissioned to do that thing. um, but then he, you know, he realizes, hey, Leia also needs my help, and uh, you know, Luke's okay. No, nobody's coming after Luke. The Inquis- inquisitors are on Tatooine, and that's kind of dangerous for for Luke and for the family there on the on the moisture farm. But um, uh, he's willing to give that up and go and and uh, go and try and. Track down Leia and rescue her. And we will get into that in episode two of the podcast. (laughs) I caught it on audio.